What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Quiet, please. The Mutual Broadcasting System presents... Quiet, Please, which is written and directed by Willis Cooper and which features Ernest Chappell. Quiet, Please, for tonight is called Whence Came You. I came from Jerusalem. I've traveled in the East a good deal in the last 20-odd years, and I flatter myself that I know my way around. So when I got off the plane at Cairo, I didn't start for the camp right away as a good storybook archaeologist would have done. I made a beeline for Shepherds in the room I'd left a couple of days before when I went to Jerusalem. The bath, the gin and tonic, and the large batch of males in the States. <laughs> what more can a man ask? In Cairo on a hot night? But of course it was too good to last. Yeah, what kind of business? 
Newspaper business, Natch. What's cooking in the Middle East and stuff? <clears throat> Say, uh, how do you get more of these things? We'll get on the bar in a minute. They're colder down there. Well, go on, go on. Tell me about it. Well, you know, Eddie Heffercamp just called me in and said, draw some dough and go east and send up some stuff for the Sunday feature section. The trip's making a monkey out of us again. So I remember the dear old days on the Midway, you and me, and you're around here, so let's go see the town, huh? Well, I'll be darned. <laughs> when did you leave Chicago? Day before yesterday. Oh, boy. Yep, the loop's still there. They still got the Burley Q shows on South State Street. The Michigan Avenue Bridge is always up. The Cubs are in seventh place. Now? Now what? Now we go see the town? Come on, put on your pants. <laughs> You've never been in Cairo before, have you? Me? Not me. Why? Well, if you had, you wouldn't care much about seeing it, my boy. Yeah? Yeah. But, uh, women. You had a good look at any of them? <laughs> have I? Oh, boy. <laughs> what? <laughs> the one that's waiting for you downstairs. Waiting for me? Wow. What are you talking about? I don't know any women in Cairo. Well, there's one who knows you. Why, you're crazy. I'm telling you. How do you know? She's been waiting down there for three days. I've seen her. What'd she look like? Oh, boy. Not a native. Cleopatra. Is this one of your bump jokes, Abe? I give you my word of honor. I don't get it. Come on downstairs and you will. So we went downstairs. British colonels, American traveling salesmen, Egyptian army officers. A thief for two, a bevy of the ugliest women in the world. And I don't see any woman waiting for me. There, by the door to the bar. And I looked. And there by the door stood the one most beautiful woman I have ever seen in all my life. She was no Egyptian native. She might have descended from one of the marvelously lifelike paintings of the Queen of the Hathor dynasty that I'd seen on the walls of tombs 2,000 years old. How can I describe her? I see her eyes were black. Her hair was black and cut in the manner of the days of the shepherd kings that ruled the valley of the Nile a thousand years before the pyramids were built. Red lips that smiled at me Come on, let's go ask her. She's got a friend. And when I look back at her... Where'd she go? It was midnight, and then one o'clock, and two, and then three. We still walked the streets of Cairo. The waning moon was rising in the northeast behind our shoulders as we turned our steps back to the hotel. Twice. I thought I'd seen her, and twice she, if she it was, disappeared into a narrow winding street where we couldn't follow. No, I never followed women about the streets of a foreign city before, not in all my life. Well, there's little enough of that in the life of an archaeologist. The women we followed died a thousand, ten thousand years before we were born. We know them only by their portraits painted on the walls of a musty tomb by what we find in great hermetically sealed stone caskets wrapped in rust-colored linen and smelling of the ghost of cinnamon and myrrh and spikenard. I don't know why I did this. I know. She wanted you to come after her. 
That's ridiculous, eh? I heard her ask for you. Well, what would she want of me? <laughs> what does a pretty gal usually want of a guy? Drinks, something to eat, a good time? Now, she could have had that from anybody. Yeah, me, for instance. But she wanted you, Austin. Well, why? Maybe she's a spy or something. A spy? Maybe she wanted to sell you something. You know, you grave robbers. Maybe she knows where some old pharaoh or somebody is planted. Yeah, that could be, I suppose. Well, I'm for bed. i got to get out to the diggings early. Fine night we had. Yeah, forget it. You got a room, huh? Yeah, right down the hall. Well, knock on my door when you get up. All right. Good night. Night. Say, they uh, have this incense all the time around this place, huh? What do you mean? Don't you smell it? Smells like a funeral. I don't. Oh. Yeah, I suppose. Night. Night, Austin. I could have told him what the incense was. I've smelled cinnamon and myrrh and spikenard too often not to recognize it instantly. When I opened the door to my room, the smell was almost overpowering, used as I am to the funeral spices of ancient Egyptian tombs. No. No, I'm not going to tell you what a, that a beautiful Egyptian princess of the days of Hyksos was waiting for me in the darkness. This isn't a ghost story. It's a true story. There wasn't anyone in the room. I turned on the lights. Besides whether the fellow was important enough to investigate further, 
the Egyptian government has a great deal to say about the contents of tombs, you know. Uh, find any gold? Not here so far, but we probably will. This part where we're standing was the necropolis of this particular city. Huh? The cemetery, you see. Oh, yeah. It's reasonable to suppose that there are other tombs under here. That's where you find the jewels and the golden stuff? Generally, yes. Uh, say, Austin, why don't you get a steam shovel in here? You'd move this stuff a lot quicker. And probably smash some priceless inscriptions or paintings into bits. No, my boy, we do this gently. Uh-huh. And you can read this stuff, huh? The hieroglyphics? Hieroglyphics comes from two Greek words originally meaning carving by priests. Okay, Professor. Can you read it? Yeah, of course. I can read a good deal of the later writings by sight. When we get down to the real ancient stuff, that's uh, a little more difficult. Uh, what does this say? What? Uh, this slab here. Yeah, let's see. Uh, here was I, Hotep, presented with a... Well, I guess you'd say invested with the working tools of those who build. In my hand, I, Hotep, did... Take, uh, took the tools of the second uh, grade of workmen in stone, the uh, plumb, the square, and the... The level, huh? How'd you know? There were masons in those days. Well, sure. How do you think they built all this stone stuff? Hey, look at that. What's that there? Uh, the name, uh, Sholem, uh, it's probably Solomon. Yeah, this was in Solomon's time. Uh, right alongside the name. The middle stone of an arch, which is secret. The keystone. These fellas didn't know how to build an arch. Well, that's right, they didn't. Why are you so excited about it, though? Hey. What? Uh, look at that. This? Yeah, that's a very fine example of wall painting. Look how the colors are still bright. Look how they... Yeah. You see the same thing I see, don't you? You know what I saw. You know whose portrait was painted on the edge of the slab that came from a tomb that was old in the time of Augustus Caesar. Coincidence or not, here was the face of the woman who waited for me the night before in Shepherd's Hotel. It's amazing how racial characteristics persist through centuries in Egypt. I have seen Egyptian men who might have been Tutankhamun's own brother. I've seen women, but you wouldn't blame me for feeling my hackles rise a little at this uncanny resemblance to the woman who disappeared. I kept smelling myrrh and spikenard and cinnamon. But I hadn't much time to think of it then. Martin Weaver, who was in charge of the actual excavation, came up behind us. Well, I'm glad you're back, Orson. Oh, hello, Martin. How are we doing? Uh, Dave Felden, Martin Weaver. Oh, I am. Hello. Well, the day before yesterday, we broke through a place, Austin, that goes down to the city underneath this one. You did? Yeah, one of the workmen found a big sandstone slab, and we cleared it away completely. I've got the big shears rigged over it now, and I thought we'd wait till you got here to lift the slab. Uh, you want to do it tonight or what? Oh, gosh, let's do it now, Austin. Well, what do you think? It's getting dark. Let's have a look at it. Okay. 
Well, I'm glad you're back. Uh, bring anything to drink with you? We walked half a mile. There was a little clearing at one corner of the necropolis, and the beams of the shears stood stark against the darkening sky. There was something elemental, something deathly about them. Not an archaeologist's job to be sentimental or superstitious. None of us would stay on the job very long if we were. But the half-inch steel cable was attached to a block of stone that was the only thing that separated us from something that happened perhaps 40 centuries ago. And well, there are times when a man's entitled to shiver a little in the wind that rises over the desert at sunset. Abe was beside himself with excitement. Let's pull it up, Austin. Go on, let's pull it up, huh? Go ahead, Martin. Okay. Glad we got the engine. That slab weighs about 70 tons. Go ahead. A little higher. Gosh! <laughs> the air down there. <laughs> that air you're breathing, Abe, was breathed by Pharaohs long before Moses let his people out of this country. Gee. Okay, hold it, Martin. Right. You going down there, Austin? Tomorrow. Oh, not now. No, no, it's late. Oh, gee, I'd like to go down there. We will in the morning. Uh, how is it? Let's take your flashlight. Yeah. yeah mummy case, some wall paintings. Let me see. Take the flashlight. Oh, boy, oh, boy. It isn't far down there. I'm going to jump down. No, 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 wait. Don't do that. I'll be all right. Now, don't go running all over that place, tracking it up, Abe. I won't play. Back down here. Get a ladder, Martin. Yeah, okay. You hear me, Abe? I hear you. Go get your flashlight. Oh, gone it. That's the last time you... Here. Now, stand still. I'm standing still. Hey, Austin. What? There's a picture on the wall. What picture? Over here on the wall, Curtis. I dropped the light. Well, stand still. Martin will be back in a minute with his light. Austin. What? There's something in here. Well, be careful. It might be a snake. No, it ain't a snake. Abe. Abe. Abe, what happened? Look out, Austin. Look out, the slab. Snake did that. No. I saw. 
saw a pigeon once that a hawk had been at. We... We'd have been too late even if the slab hadn't fallen. Well... Boston. What? That mummy case. Was the cover off it last night when you looked down here? No. Why, Abe couldn't have. That lid weighs ten tons. Then we looked down into the stone coffin. I hope I shall never see the like of that again. What is it? The mummy of a man. A tall man in a robe of gold cloth. Not wrapped in linen bindings, just a robe of gold cloth with strange symbols woven into the cloth. And his head. Not a man's head. The head of a hawk. No, not a mask. We look carefully. A man with a head of a hawk. And the hawk's beak. All dabbled with red. I didn't believe it either. It couldn't be. But it was. It was the father of all the Egyptian gods, Osiris. Osiris, the brother-husband of Isis, the founder of the world's first empire. Osiris, who was murdered 16,000 years ago. And his body was hidden by Isis, his wife, with a blasting curse on any who might find his tomb. It was impossible. It couldn't be. But there it was. And Martin and I and the dead man were there in his tomb with him. And the curse hung heavy in the musty air around us. And then the first rays of the sun reflected from something above us stole down into the tomb. And I saw the pictures on the wall. I saw Osiris with his hawk's head. And the robe he wore and the mitre on his hawk's head was the same that the mummy wore in the casket. I saw Isis, his wife weeping over the body of her murdered husband. And the beauty of the work of the long-dead artist was unbelievable. And I saw another picture. There was the daughter of Isis and Osiris. Yes. Yes, of course I could read the inscriptions. Yes. of Shepherd's Hotel. And the inscriptions on the wall were terrifying. There were secrets there that men would give their lives to possess today. There were secrets there that we've only begun to imagine today. I'm a scientist, I know. Or do I? We forgot the thing in the coffin. We, we forgot the thing on the floor. And it grew darker and darker in the tomb. And I read on and on. I stood before the painting of the one who was Osiris' daughter. Long black hair. Red lips that smiled at me. And my heart stopped. 
start it over again. Be not afraid. Ah, Ruth Tim. Carved into the living rock in the ancient heretic characters uncounted centuries ago. Not by the hand of the artist. I knew who had carved my name there. Be not afraid, Austin. And I wasn't afraid at all when I discovered that the thing that was making a dock down there was a great slab of sandstone slowly swinging around and down to imprison us all in the tomb that the white of Osiris had cursed. Martin Weaver was a very brave man. Martin Weaver didn't scream and cry in the heavy dark. Martin Weaver talked to me quietly. It'll be all right, Austin. The workmen will be here before long, and they'll see the slab, and Ibrahim knows how to run the engine. I hope so, Martin. I hope they'll be in time. They'll be in time. He'll start the engine and pull the thing off all right. I hope so, Martin. Sure. They'll know that something's wrong. Where are you? Right here. Well, stand still. I am standing still. I thought I heard you move. Oh. You afraid, Austin? Are you? Not particularly. But I... Now free me. 
My hand went to the fastening of the lid. When I looked up to the wall above, the portrait again. But with a difference. The same costume, the same jewelry, the same headdress. But the head was the head of a hawk. The head of Osiris' daughter. So I sit here, and the little bronze lamp is flickering low. No. I haven't opened the coffin. I'm afraid to. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.